Thanks for tuning in to today's topics where we look at current events from a Christian perspective. Hey guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. There's a lot going on, so let's get right to it. We had to pick some topics, right? There's just too much to talk about, but something that's really been on my heart is I want to get out there. The media has always understood that the general public, for the most part, is not plugged in to national events, much less world events. Uh, Most of those that do pay attention don't have a very long attention span, do we? And almost no memory recall of past events. That's what blows my mind when you watch the media. They, They act like we don't remember what they said last week. And maybe because most people don't. They're just not paying enough attention. With the news cycle changing every 24 hours and the national media telling us what we should be concerned about today, uh, it'd be easy to lose track of what's really going on. This whole Russia-Ukraine thing is a prime example. The news has shown video clips of things that happened in 2014 in Crimea, and they tried to make it look like it's what's happening currently in Ukraine. It's easy to research. You can find that. You have to ask, why are they doing that? Why aren't they showing current clips of what's happening? Why are they going back to what happened in 2014 and showing those clips? You have to ask that. Why are they doing that? Um, They've actually shown supposed night video of rocket attacks that turned out to be from a video game. Now, that's the truth. They've shown this on the news. They've shown these clips wanting us to think that it's these rocket attacks And it's from a video game. Uh, You can verify all this yourself by going to infoinfowars.com. You can find all this there. It's one of those places that's not bought and paid for by Soros, but you can find it. Now, have we all completely forgotten about the rampant corruption that is in Ukraine that has and has always been Ukraine? Now, let me stop before you start thinking. I'm not justifying anything. I just want you to remember what really happened. Let's remember some facts, okay? Ernst & Young is a professional services network based out of London, and back in 2012, you can look this up, they listed Ukraine in the top three most corrupt nations in the world. That's back in 2012. You say, well, maybe they've changed, okay? Okay. In 2021... Ernst & Young listed Ukraine as the most corrupt nation in Europe. And that's just facts. When the invasion happened, Ukrainian President Zelensky had a 30% approval rating. That's pretty low. It's worse than Biden, right? Yeah. And in large part, he was so unpopular because of something that's called the Pandora Papers that named Zelensky as being part of an offshore money laundering scheme that had, has, at that time, had embezzled over $5.5 billion. You can find all this on Forbes.com. It's an article from October of 2021 on Forbes. You want to look it up. It lists all this stuff before the invasion, right? When they were still telling about Ukraine. When they, when they, when they were telling the truth about Ukraine. Our own State Department, I guess you saw that. The, the lady that was up there, she admitted that the United States has been helping to fund and research chemical bioweapons labs in Ukraine. Remember, she admitted that. You hadn't seen that video lately, have you? No, <laughs> they took that down pretty quick. 
And who can ever forget that Joe Biden's son, Hunter, was receiving $50,000 a month by being on the board of directors of Burisma Oil, even though he had zero experience or ability to do that. It, it was obviously a made-up position. Anybody knows that. So that they could extort, you know, extort money. That's why he was on that board. Uh, just like, have we forgotten this too? Just a few months ago, once this came out about Burisma, once all this happened with Ukraine, now all of a sudden Hunter decides that he's going to be a professional painter. He's got these watercolor paints. And lo and behold, Chinese government officials were buying those paintings for $500,000 a piece. Really? We got grandkids that can paint that good with watercolors. Obviously, it was just another way for them to extort money. Everybody knows that. It come out, and then all of a sudden it's covered up and it's gone, right? Now, the media is painting Putin as the Hitler of our day with zero reporting on the wickedness and corruption of Ukraine and Washington, D.C., for that matter. Putin has said, if you look at what he said, you have to look at both sides, right? Find the middle. Putin has said that his military action is to demilitarize Ukraine and to liberate Russians who are being persecuted there. Now, the fact is, we have no way of knowing the truth of that. We don't know if he's telling the truth. We have no idea. But we do have facts about the corruption in Ukraine and in our own government. We have those facts. Can't dispute that. My point is, don't just blindly believe what you listen to for 15 minutes on the nightly news. Don't just blindly believe that. They change it every day. You know, things are never what they want us to blindly believe. I hope that you realize that by now. They are never what they portray on the surface. Never. Um, the only way to know real truth is by studying the Bible and see how events are lining up with prophecy, right? That's the only real truth. This book's never been proven wrong. You can trust it. Now, is Putin the evil killer that they're making him out to be? He may very well be. I don't know. He may be, and you don't know. But is it possible that this entire thing is being twisted just a little bit to help cover up our government's involvement in all the shady deals that's going on in Ukraine? Is that possible? You better believe it is. Wouldn't be the first time that they've done it, right? Is this just another opportunity that they've seized on to try and prop up the train wreck of an administration that we have. You know, you have to ask these questions because like I said, they've done it. Uh, we just don't know. I just want you to get all the facts and I want you to look it up, do the research. That's the point. And most of the rottenness, you know, eventually it comes out, right? Months and months, years later, a lot of this stuff comes out. It'll be like on the ninth page of the Washington Times or on the New York Post. It'll be in the very back, thinking that nobody will read it. But then they can say, hey, you know, we, we posted a redaction. We posted the truth. But they know that nobody will see it. And the problem is, normally after this news comes out, it's too late to actually do anything about it. Uh, now, why, you ask? Because, why does this news come out late? And why does it come out when it does. That's what I want us to think about tonight, right? I believe it's because the Washington, D.C. political establishment is comprised of Republicans and Democrats. Politics is a sewer. We know that. 
they all have the same aspirations. It never changes. You can go back 200 years and it's the same as it is today. They want money and power. That's what they want. Maybe, just maybe, I say this lightly, but maybe one of these sewer rats is about to be held accountable. You can find this story in the Washington Examiner. They report, quote, for decades, Hillary Clinton has been a self-serving, corrupt politician, desperate for power above all else. And she has never been held accountable from a legal standpoint, not for Benghazi, not for her ignoring laws on government secrecy and transparency, and not for any of the Clinton scandals of the 1990s until now. I bring this up occasionally, just in case people have forgotten. But you know that all the way back to the Whitewater scandal in in Arkansas, there's been over 30 people that have mysteriously died that had information on these people. Uh, you, you just need to remember that, you know, who we're dealing with. The Federal Election Commission recently fined Hillary Clinton her 2016 campaign committee and the DNC over their fake steel dossier, find them $113,000. Eh, that's not much to them, is it? But it's something. They actually find them. Uh, the report showed that they spent over $1 million inventing this scheme and putting it into action. They spent a million dollars to try to create this lie on Donald Trump. Uh, the it's a it's a foundation that's called the coolidge reagan foundation you don't hear much about them but they've been the ones that's been pushing this investigation now let's just hope that all of this is the beginning and not the end of this we can hope you know in 2015 three guys actually went to jail for doing something similar so there's some precedent here you know Durham is still investigating the stuff and he's releasing formally classified material that is not going away. So let's hope justice will eventually be served with some of these people in, involved. But the common sense side of me, the side of me that realizes how things work in Washington, I'm working my computer here a second. You know, the side of me that knows how things work uh, can't help but look at the way things are playing out and be just a little suspicious. Y'all stay with me here. Now think about this. The media for two solid years has protected Joe Biden. We know that. They've totally swept under the rug all the facts about Hunter Biden's laptop. Won't even talk about it, right? They wouldn't even cover the stories about how Hunter was laundering money for the Biden family until now. Find that suspicious. Just, just think about it. For two years, they wouldn't even talk about it. It, it. They wouldn't bring it up. They wouldn't discuss it. Now, all of a sudden, it's just coming out. Now, all this information is coming out. Um, it's all being confirmed and reported on. Even the liberal news sites are reporting on it. Biden himself is obviously implicated as being the big guy that's listed on all the emails on Hunter's computer. And he was receiving 10% of all of Hunter's shady deals. They've released this information now. Everybody's talking about it. Why all of a sudden is the liberal media admitting it and reporting on it? Why all of a sudden? And why for 30 years Hillary has gotten away with the most heinous of crimes, but now at the same time Biden is being exposed, now Hillary's being exposed at the same time. That is not a coincidence. Think about this. Here's what I think. 
This is just my gut feeling. This is what I think about, about the whole thing. Whoever's in charge can, can clearly see that Biden is experiencing cognitive decline. Uh, that's just obvious. Everybody knows it. They're all talking about it. You know, he'll be 80 in November. So most people, when they get that age, start slipping a little bit. It's just how it is. And it's obvious that he's having a lot of clarity issues. And I believe that the power brokers see that he's quickly becoming a liability. Whenever he goes off teleprompter, whenever he goes off script, they have no clue what this guy's going to say. And they know that. And they see that. Uh, they've got to get him out of the way. There's no way that uh, that he's going to be able to run for re-election. This type of condition just normally gets worse. With medication and help, you know, sometimes it's a slow progression, but it, it normally just progresses. And they know that. Uh, I, I, I think that they fully understand that, that Joe Biden cannot be re-elected. There's just no way. He wouldn't be able to do it physically or mentally. Uh, of course, he was put in place in 2020, so they could put him in place again if they choose to. That's not the point, is that they just don't think that he's going to be able to handle it. It's what I think. Because you have to remember, for most of his campaign, he actually stayed in the basement. He didn't even do any campaigning. And, <laughs> you know, they couldn't pay people to attend his rallies. So, you know, you can fill in the blanks ever how you want to. I know there's a lot of controversy about did Joe Biden actually receive 81 million votes? I'll always question that. So, yes, they could put him back in there if they chose to. Uh, to anybody that can think critically, it's pretty obvious that he was inserted into this position through the miracle of mail-in balloting, right? Yeah. So... Here's what they're doing. Let the Hunter Biden laptop story come out, okay? Let's go ahead and quit. Let's let it come out. Let's get all of our proxies in the media to start reporting on it. Let's let them go ahead and start talking about it. Uh, and, and let this be the vehicle that actually gets rid of it. That's what could be happening. And Hillary craves power so badly, we all know this, that if if she was allowed to stay where she's at with no problems, um, if she's allowed to stay relevant, then you know that she's going to be an obvious choice to run for president. She wants it so badly. So she would run. So you got to do something with Hillary, right? Got to do something with her because she's going to get in the way. She's just so unlikable that she carries so much baggage that I just believe that the power brokers are done with her. They've had enough. Um, uh, so let's let the story out now about her involvement with the Russian hoax. Let's just let it play out. Let's let it happen. And then they can be done with Hillary. So now you got Biden gone. Hillary's out of the way. Uh, I know what y'all are thinking. You got to be kidding me. That leaves Kamala. That, you know, she's the vice president. That leaves her as the obvious choice to carry the Democrat banner. Uh, but anybody that's watched her, She's so underqualified that it's embarrassing. I mean, it's embarrassing to our nation anytime that she goes and, and gets in some in-depth conversations because she's over her head. Now, and I'm not talking bad about the lady. I mean, there's a lot of situations if I was in that I would be very much in over my head. I wouldn't be qualified to be there. And, and that's obvious what's going on with her. She has this nails on the chalkboard, you know, nervous giggle laugh. You know, every time she's asked a serious question that I don't think that 
there's any way that that she could possibly become the president. And they know that. I agree with them. So here's what I think they're planning. Let's get Dementia Joe out of the way. Let's get Crooked Hillary out of the way. Let's just allow Kamala to be herself and the media will start clamoring for their candidate of choice. And that will be, in my opinion, Michelle Obama. That's who I think they're going to put up. That's who I think that the Democrat candidate in 24 is going to be. Hear me out now. Don't don't laugh it off. Think about it. I know the first thing that you'll say, well, she has no political experience, uh, no background in foreign affairs. But listen, this lady is educated. She's well-spoken. She's articulate, just like her husband, just like Obama. Um, the media just loves her. If you'll remember, everything that she did, they just doted on her. The Democrats will all rally around her. A black woman running for president is going to get 99% of the Democrat vote and most of the independents. With Obama actually campaigning for her, you know, this guy has a silver tongue. You know, like him or not, very, very uh, good orator. So with him doing the campaigning, the fundraising, and her being the face of the campaign, I I would not be surprised one bit if that's not their plan. Why else would they allow all these stories to come out at the same time? They've covered them up for two years. They could cover them up from now on if they wanted to, but they're not. They're letting it out. They've got a plan. Always remember that. There's always a plan, and I believe that this could very well be it. Let's look at a couple of more things as I can get off my political rant for a minute. Uh, Another great story this week was how Texas Governor Abbott has announced that he's going to load up all the illegal immigrants on buses and take them to Washington, D.C. and put them out. Uh, Some people say that, you know, he's just posturing that he's really not going to do that, but I hope he does it. I really do. Uh, Why should a million illegal aliens be dumped on Texas and expect that one state to try and support them? That's just unbelievable, that amount of financial strain that that would put on any state, any local community. To have all those people come in, you have to feed them. You have to take care of them. You have to house them. Uh, So I hope that he does it. And all this is because of Biden's open border policy that he's done. He's done everything that he could possibly do to open the border wide open, like letting Article 42 expire to where that basically gave the Border Patrol the right, as soon as you got them over here, turn them around and send them back. Uh, A lot of these people have been caught and returned to Mexico, but now since, you know, Article 42 is going to expire, they're not going to do that. You're going to have millions, literally, pouring across the border and you can't even stop them. So uh, is Abbott going to send them to Washington? I I don't know, but I sure hope he does it. on the Blaze Media, this is something that ought to get your attention, but the Aliquippa, Pennsylvania public school system has announced that the school will start searching students' lunches that they bring from home. Why, you ask? Is it weapons, maybe? Is it drugs? They're going to start confiscating excessive quantities of chips, sodas, or other snacks that are not healthy. And that's what the school system has decided that they're going to do to your children you got to be kidding me. I mean, who do these people think they are to decide what you can allow your child to eat or not? 
but that's what they're doing. The controlling just socialist mentality of these people is infuriating to me. How they just think that they can decide what you should or should not do for your children or for your family. And that's what they're doing. It's all over the country. I just picked out the one in Pennsylvania. I could have given you several different examples of that. It, and I believe it actually goes along completely with their earlier decision. If you remember me talking about it, how Mitt Romney voted for this foolishness, but how they're continuing to force toddlers in the Head Start program to keep wearing these useless masks. Uh, <laughs> it's called conditioning. That's what it's called. And that's what they're doing. Um, it's called control. They want to teach your children to obey, to control, to do what the government says. You cannot bring sodas into school. We're going to check. You have to wear a mask because we say so, even though it's been proven to be completely ineffective. You know, I see people all over our town now still wearing them. Uh, they've been conditioned and that's what they're doing. And that's what they're wanting to do to the children. If you can teach the children, then they'll grow up to be uh, nice little soldiers and obey the government to whatever they're told. And that's the plan. That's just what they're doing. That's what the globalists yearn for all the time. And these people are completely sold out to Schwab's New World Order and Great Reset. If you hadn't heard that, go back a couple of episodes and check out how I talked about that. Paul Saka of Blaze Media reports how now New Jersey it's, will begin this fall teaching second graders about gender identity and climate change. Second graders, your seven-year-old, if you live in New Jersey, is now going to be taught all about gender identity and what it means and the problems with it and how we should accept it. Uh, sides are being drawn in this crazy gender war. Y'all know that. It, it's just getting more and more obvious how the sides are totally separating and how we're not on the same page in this nation. You got Florida that's outlawing the ability of teachers to force this mess on kids, which is a good thing, right? Then you got these other states that are prohibiting abortion. Mississippi, Texas, a lot of other states that are putting big-time restrictions on it. And then you turn around and you have Maryland and you have New Hampshire that are basically legalizing it even after birth. Uh, it's just unbelievable. But they're actually putting this language in their constitutions because they're worried about Roe versus Wade being overturned. So these states are putting in their state constitution, legalizing it. Other states are uh, saying no, that they're not going to have it. So, sorry about the paper. So when you see our nation that is just rapidly separating when it comes to issues of culture, it's, it's pretty obvious that, that we're on the exact same track. I read a book, I digress for a minute. I read a book called The, the History of Early Rome by Livy. And if you look at how Rome became a power, and how they basically disintegrated from within, it is eerily familiar to this country. Everything that started happening to Rome happened internally. It was their culture that just totally collapsed. They, they did everything like the United States is doing right now. Uh, but I want to I urge you to just understand what's happening and pay attention to these local school boards and pay attention to what's happening. Make your voice heard. You know, we don't have to be blind sheep. We can actually educate ourselves and know what's going on. But 
I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to encourage you to tell somebody about the podcast if you're finding it interesting. And I try to give you something to think about, to go back and do some research on your own. Don't just believe everything I say. That's why I give you the places that you can go research this. You know, as our nation will continue, I believe, to divide up into sides over over this stuff that we're in, let's make sure that we stay focused on Christ. That's what I want you to to encourage you with tonight is that you can have victory in this life. You know, you can have joy and peace. You can have that. I'll read you one real quick verse, Romans eight thirty one. It says, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? And that's wonderful uplifting news from the Apostle Paul. You know, keep the Lord as your primary focus. Let's pay attention to this stuff. Let's stay educated. Don't let it get you down. And stay focused on Christ, and, and you can have that joy in your heart and in your life. But once again, thank you guys for listening. And uh, y'all go to church Sunday. By all means, y'all keep reading your Bible. Thanks, guys. Thank you.